Hello friends, welcome to another episode of the Sarah Staples podcast. So today I'm going to talk about, all about progressive overload and this is the queen of building muscle. If you're not doing this, you're probably not building muscle. So listen up. So a big mistake I see in the gym, like all the time, I used to do it years ago, which is why I'm so passionate about it right now, because it's been a game changer. The biggest mistake I see is, especially women, not implementing progressive overload into their training, okay? So this means that you're doing random workouts, you're going into the gym, you're just doing whatever, you're not documenting your training, you are doing 10 like plus movements in your workouts, you're not training with intention, you're just going in and just doing it, you know, you're just doing it to sweat, doing it to burn calories, doing it to move, um, you're picking up weights, but you're not actually, you know, doing more over time. You're just picking up a weight that feels like somewhat heavy. Um, and this, this might make you feel good. You know, like exercise is going to give you endorphins. It's, it's going to make you feel good. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm not saying like you shouldn't do this, but if you want to build muscle, if you want to create a physique, if you want to get stronger, if you want to actually train and feel like an athlete, then you'll want to be progressive overloading. And if your goal is to get stronger, gain muscle, and you're already going to the gym, you might as well do it the right way. You know, so this is like very, very important when it comes to your training. And if you're not doing progressive overload already, if you're not, if you don't know the meaning of it, I urge you to start implementing it into your training, okay? Because a lot of women don't do this and then they wonder like, why am I not gaining muscle? Like I'm doing so much, I'm doing so much exercise, I'm not seeing change in my body, um, I'm not getting stronger in the gym, like I'm not challenging myself, I'm not you know, seeing the change for the time I'm putting in. And this, this is also like the difference between exercising and training. Someone who exercises doesn't implement progressive overload. They're just doing it just to feel good, just to sweat, just to move, but not to actually train them with intention. So what is progressive overload? In simple terms, this is basically doing more as you get stronger. So doing more over time, okay? So for example, say right now, you go to the gym today, you can squat 100 pounds by five reps. And this is the most you can do with good form, you know, with like pushing yourself um, without failing. Then next week, you go to the gym and you do 100 pounds by six reps. Or you do, 100 or you do 105 pounds by five reps. So you see, as you get stronger, you're doing more. As your body is, you know, uh, growing muscle, 
you are giving it more of a challenge every time. So how can you implement progressive overload? Okay, well, the, the most common one is increasing weight, but you know, a lot of people think this is the only way, but it's actually not. There's like a lot of ways you can implement progressive overload without increasing weight. So like if you're someone at home who's limited on weight, if you're someone who just doesn't like to increase the weight, that's fine. If you're someone who, you know, can't increase the weight for like medical reasons, then that's fine. You can still progressive overload. Okay, so I'm gonna give you six ways that you can do this. So number one, obviously increase the weight. And before I go on, like I mean increasing the weight like small increments over time. This doesn't mean like you you go in and you do like a hundred pound squat and then the following week you do 150 pounds. You know, that's a big jump and that's you know that's where you're gonna get injured that's where you're gonna end up like kind of burning yourself out and hating the process because you're probably gonna fail. So small increments over time, as you get stronger, as your form gets better. The next way to progressive overload in your training is increasing the reps. Okay, so like maybe you can do four chin-ups right now. Next week, you try to do five chin-ups. The week after, you try to do six. Or the month after you try to do six, you know, because it's going to be impossible to increase weight and reps every single week, you know, because then we'd all be lifting a million pounds, which would be amazing, but not, not possible. So increase weight, increase reps. Another way, the third way is to improve your form. Okay because that means you're getting stronger, you're getting better, you're, you know, increasing your strength and your form over time. So that's number three. Number four is to slow down the tempo. And this I think is the most underrated one because you can take any exercise with a, like a light weight, you know, a light weight for your version because it's different for everyone you know, um, and you can slow down the tempo and make it way harder. So like, for example, a split squat. So, you know, as you come down in the movement, instead of coming straight down and straight up, count four seconds as you come down. You're slowing down the tempo, you're increasing the tension in your muscle and you are making the movement harder but you're using the same weight and same reps another way to slow down the tempo which is so fucking hard is slow eccentric chin-ups if you've done these you know what i'm talking about they i feel like they just don't get easier <laughs> they even if you're like you know still pretty good at chin-ups add a slow eccentric in it and it's hard as fuck so that's another way, slow down the tempo. Number five is feeling less tired. So say you go into the gym today, you do day one of your program. Next week you go into the gym, you know, same day, you do day one of your program again, exact same workout, exact same weight, 
um, but you leave the gym feeling less tired, you know, you feel like that felt easier than last week. You did the same reps, same weight, same form, but the, the weight just moved easier. You know, it just like, you just like come, come out of the gym and you're just like, I'm not as tired as last week. That is also progressive overload because it means you're getting stronger. Okay. So noticing these things, noticing, you know, and knowing the meaning of this can help you to just enjoy this process a lot more. You know, not only that, but it's what's going to get you progress. It's what's going to get you building muscle, feeling stronger feeling better, you know? The sixth way, the final one I'm gonna give you today is adding a deficit, okay? So it's like increasing the range of motion. So a good example is, let's take split, split squat again. So a normal version of split squat is the front foot is on the ground and the back foot, okay? If you want to make this a deficit, you will raise the front foot. So you'll put maybe a step under the front foot, which means the back knee is gonna get deeper than normal, okay? So you're increasing that range of motion, uh, creating a deficit, which is gonna make the movement harder, okay? So you're doing the same weight, same rep, same form, but more range of motion. And I love deficits, like you can take a basic movement, make it a deficit and make it way harder. Same with tempo. Take a basic movement, make it way harder. There's always ways to make the basic movements harder with these little switches, okay? Okay, so that's six ways. There is more ways, but I'm just gonna leave you with those six ways today. Okay, number three, part three of progressive overload that you will want to know is documenting your lifts. Okay. So like I see a lot of people going into the gym, doing whatever, you know, just like picking a machine they see or seeing what someone else is doing or going on Instagram and like picking a workout their favorite influencer is doing. Um, and expecting to get the same results as them, which is not gonna happen. You know, different bodies, different programs, different needs, different genetics, different nutrition, different recovery, and so on. So if you want to implement progressive overload, you need to be documenting your lifts because if you're just doing whatever, how can you know what you did last week? How can you know what you did two weeks ago? How can you keep track of all this, okay? So if you are not documenting your lifts already, I urge you to do this. This has been a game changer for my clients. And don't think you're gonna remember it all, because you won't. You know, you, you can write it down. If you're a pen to paper person, write it down in a, in a book, keep that book, bring it with you to the gym every time. Or you can, what I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients, with my elite, elite coaching members, is we share a Google Doc, okay? So I've created like, you know, an Excel spreadsheet. <clears throat> it has like seven parts to it. The date, the day, the week, the weight, the set, the reps, 
and then a, a little section for notes which is optional for them to fill out so in the notes they might put like this was hard you know or failed last rep or this was easy you know and this way i know to well also because i'll be looking at their form but then i know how they were feeling when they were doing this lift i know you know how much to increase the weight how much to decrease it how much to increase the reps keep the weight the same so this if you're doing it yourself you know you you'll know the next week when you go back to look at your notes you can be like okay i did this last week it was very hard so this week i'm going to keep it the same i'm going to keep the weight and the reps the same and i'm just going to focus on form and i'm just going to focus on you know maybe making the lift a little easier or you know you look back at your notes from last week and you're like okay last week i did squats and i did like 200 pounds it felt easy so i see it in my notes this week i'm gonna start with 205 pounds 210 pounds depending on how easy it was okay so you know writing these small little notes in your in your lifting logs will help you to know what to do the following week how much to increase how much to decrease and this way you're not guessing you know you have the data you can see exactly what's going up what's going down what needs to stay the same and not only that but like when you're having a low day when you're like oh um don't feel like i'm progressing i don't feel like i am going anywhere with this like i'm putting all this work in and i'm not seeing any change you can look back at your logbook and you can say actually three months ago I couldn't, I couldn't deadlift this weight and now I'm doing it for reps, you know? So this can also just make your journey way more enjoyable and help you to celebrate yourself more, help you to appreciate your body, help you to stay more consistent, you know, because if you're doing all this work, you're not seeing change, you're obviously not going to want to keep doing it. So having this, this Bible to look back on can help you to stay more consistent and it's a habit yeah you need to build it you need to build the habit you need to remember to do it but like do it in between your rest sets you know when you're resting write it down write it in your on your phone in your excel spreadsheet on your notebook so it's done don't like wait till the end of the workout to do it because you'll definitely forget you know all the numbers all the weight blah 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 write down in between your rest sets and, and write how, how it felt. So document your lifts. Start now if you're not already doing it. So part four is follow a structured program. So if you want to implement progressive overload, you need to be following a structured program. And that means each day has intention. So for example, I love doing four days, four days a week, two up or two lower. That's what makes me feel my best. I feel most energized, most, um, my cravings are under control. I recover better. My body feels good. My energy feels good. My sleep feels good. That's what works for me. So each week I'll do four days, day one, two, three, four, and I'll repeat these four workouts for at least four weeks. 
and I'll do like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, usually, unless, unless I need to take, switch my rest days around or my schedule changes. But that's usually what I'll do, okay? So four days a week, and I'll repeat them for four weeks. This way, I can really track if I'm getting stronger, you know, because I'll do the same movements each week. And if you're doing random markets, if you're not doing this, if you're just doing whatever, if you're just doing random, how can you truly see if you're getting stronger, if you're doing more? You know, because if you do like squat, deadlift, hip thrust, and then like five different weird exercises, like jumping around, and then like not taking rest in between, how, and then you, the following Monday, you do a completely different one. How can you truly see if you're progressing? How can you truly lift more weight in that movement? You know, give yourself a chance to actually get strong. Some people will do like six weeks. That's fine. As long as you are repeating the same workouts for a minimum four weeks. And your program is structured. You know, it's not like you just do whatever. Like you, you usually with my clients, what works really well for most of them is like we'll have heavy days Monday, Tuesday. So like we'll go hard in the, in the basic lifts, could be squat on day one, followed by some other movements, could be bench on day two, followed by some other movements, and day three and day four, if they are on a four-day program, then we will go maybe higher reps, lower weight to give their body a little more chance to recover, give their mind a chance to recover because if you're going, you know, like lifting really, really heavy all the time, it's going to like burn you out mentally and physically. So there needs to be balance, there needs to be structure, intention for the whole week. It's not just about one workout, it's like structured intent, intention for the whole week. Okay. Part five, final part. This is important. So it's important to respect where your body is at. So for those of you who like love pushing yourself in the gym, love to go hard, it's important for you to know when to pull back, you know, when to not go hard. Um, it's impossible to be progressive overloading all the time. You know, like I said, if that was the case, we'd all be lifting a thousand pounds. You know, we'd all be doing a million reps, but that's not the case. There always is gonna be a point where you get stuck, where you will train on that, and then you'll, you'll get stronger over time, you know? So you need to respect your body's at, you know, like say you get to the gym, everything feels heavy as fuck and you're just exhausted and you didn't sleep well the last few nights you have your maybe it's the week before your period when you you know you're not feeling good you're just feeling weak this is an opportunity to be like okay I'm not going to push the weight this week i'm not going to increase the weight i'm not going to worry i'm not going to put pressure on myself i'm just going to focus on really strict form and if you learn to do this, if you learn to work 
in harmony with what your body is telling you, you will gain better results throughout the whole time, over the long haul. Because if you're pushing, pushing through, not listening to your body, you're going to burn out. You know, you're not going to feel as strong. You're not going to feel as happy. It's going to make you be inconsistent. But if you can listen to the, you know, what your body's telling you, if you can pull back when you need to pull back, you know, you'll be able to push when you're supposed to push. And you'll be able, you'll be stronger overall. And that's definitely a process. Like it's something I work on really really hard with my clients um a lot of them have got it now like you know they're like sarah um i'm feeling not feeling great this week gonna have form form week or form day and that's fine we'll take a deload you know we'll respect where the body's at and then the following week they usually pr because they have respected where their body's at so do, doing this working in harmony where your body's at is gonna be a game changer for you but in order to do that, you know, you need to be like repeating the same workouts, progressive overloading, so you can track exactly where you're at, you know? So that is progressive overload. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Please share if you haven't already. If you found this useful, share it on your social media. Tag me at Sarah Staples Fit. Let your friends know because... They need to know if they don't know about this already. And again, thank you for listening.